Hello everyone and welcome to a new edition of Wrestling POV. I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with Rick Serrano III. Hey people! And our intern, Miguel Cole. Hello, how's everybody doing? Alright, I guess we're just fresh off the Saudi show. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we are, yes, yes, we are going to talk about it. And I do got to put this out there for people. I mean, well, the the comments came from listeners of the show, so I don't get it. But, you know, we've said this over and over again that on every Saudi show, there will not be a pay-per-view points game. No. You know, we've said that many times. I don't get why you guys don't, you know, listen. It's just a a personal (laughs) stance that we're going to take. We don't agree with. Why they're having shows over there. We don't agree with the way that wrestlers have been treated in yeah. having to go over there. So Yeah, uh, yeah we're not yeah, we're, we're not just... getting into it only because then it's gonna turn political and we're not yeah. a political show. And I know you guys didn't come in here, you know, saying, Oh, I wanna listen to politics of wrestling. No, no. So, you know, it, it turns out that way. I don't know. It, we just don't do it. So from here on out, any Saudi show that happens, it will not be a pay-per-view points game, but we will talk about it. Yes, you know, and because our next pay-per-view points game will is next be week. Elimination Chamber. The Elimination Chamber. That's next week, right? Uh, Two weeks. Is it? I thought they said a week from Sunday. It may be. Oh, well, okay. You, you may be right. Yeah. Thank, thanks all for right. all the info. Yeah, you got it. Anytime. <laughs> you know I'm always here for you, Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> all right. But we are going to talk about that. But first, we have to talk about our polls, our posts. Yes. And uh, we're going to go into the hater comment. Um, hopefully. I don't know. I didn't see one. But uh, now, the poll. Excuse me. R2D2 is here. Um, now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now, of course, uh, last weekend uh, was a big boxing event uh, between Tyson Fury and Deont- Deontay, right? Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder. And uh, it was a damn good fight. I, I, it was a really good fight. For Tyson Fury. For Tyson Fury, exactly. Um, now, the funny thing is, and I'm just throwing this out there because it is wrestling related. If those that watched the fight, Deontay Wilder came out and... I, I'm telling you, it's got to be one of the coolest entrances I've ever seen for a boxing yes. fight. Yes. He had the skull mask on, had the crown on top, black, and the eyes lit up like the Predator. I thought that was cool as shit. Now, I don't know if this is true or not, <laughs> but I heard they were saying that um, that Deontay said because of his uh, um, attire. outfit, attire, that's why he had a bad fight. Okay. Yeah, I heard that. It said that it weighed 40 pounds and that yeah. it had no legs going into the fight. Yeah. So I'm if just, you're a boxer, you need legs. You do need <laughs> legs, yes. Absolutely. But what's funny is that um, someone posted that and then another person commented posting a picture of Vader and his entrance yeah. with that big-ass heavy <laughs> the thing. The mastodon. The mastodon. And they were like, no excuses. <laughs> 
So I thought but that was kind of funny. I also heard a little thing about Deontay Wilder usually trains in a 45-pound vest. So <laughs> there is no excuse. There is Deontay none. There's you lost, no excuses. Bro. There is going to be a rematch, though. He, he said yeah. he wants a rematch. So we'll see where that goes. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a big boxing fan, though. I, so I, I am going to watch that fight. So in regards to that, Braun Strowman. He posted hell of a, a W at Tyson Fury. What you say, want to try our luck, your luck, uh, for my Intercontinental Championship. Let's run it back. Um, <clears throat> that's what he tweeted. Yeah. So, obviously, that's a reference to um, him wanting a rematch with him, I'm assuming, at WrestleMania. Um, yeah. But, the, but see, the thing is, even when I, when I heard about that, they did say that uh, depending on Tyson's um, win, like if he does yeah. win, then they were going to have something for him to do at WrestleMania. So yeah. that did cross my mind. To see, the thing is with this, I would have been okay with this at WrestleMania if the Super Showdown show didn't turn out the way it did. And, that, and that's that's probably the most upsetting part of it all is that at Super Showdown, because of the results, yeah, with Goldberg and Undertaker and stuff like that, I'm not okay with another guy that isn't there every day exactly. getting on a WrestleMania. Exactly. So, even though I love Tyson Fury's character and his charisma, yeah, I don't want to see him at WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, no. And and, and the thing of it is, though, I mean. And, and, yes, I know it's not all about the entrances and stuff like that, but in wrestling it is. You know what I'm saying? The entrance is huge, you know? I think I've never seen in my whole entire life watching wrestling um, to see an entrance getting a holy shit chant, which the only one in my that I've seen was uh, um, Balor, Finn Balor, when he came yeah. out as the Demon. You know, everybody. I've never seen a holy shit chant at for an entrance before, <clears throat> and there's been a lot of great entrances. You know, I mean, you got the Undertaker. You know, Triple H does his every WrestleMania. He always tries to be, you know, extravagant. You know, <laughs> so it's true. So with Tyson, I mean, what kind of entr- you know? Because he does a different one every fight. But let me tell you something. I'd rather have Deontay Wilder with that entrance than a Tyson Fury entrance looking like a cheap uh, Baron Corbin ripoff. <laughs> with that damn plastic-ass crown. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Yo, you had to be looking at... He had to be looking at Deontay Wilder's entrance like, why well, could I get that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he had women carrying his ass. Even though the, yeah. I know it was on wheels, but he still had women carrying him. Oh my god, freaking Baron Corbin 2.0 Jeff Santana comment on it He says, Strowman wants to smoke Um, Dude, that's a reference to uh, Street Profits And so (laughs) you kind of got everything mixed up Uh, Marcus Edwards, he says Nobody with a functioning brain wants to see this again Uh, (laughs) He's kind of (laughs) right Just a little bit You know, he is kind of right, you know Alright, so Chris Sear. Now, he posted this. Uh, makes sense now. Fury has to wait a month for Wilder to decide if he wants a rematch. The Joshua fight isn't a guarantee for another year. Praying for October, but that's wishful thinking, so might as well make the WWE money. You could be really creative 
and have Wilder be involved as Braun's partner in crime or something, setting up the boxing <laughs> trilogy through WWE marketing. You know, that's good. I like that idea. Yo, Chris, <laughs> you want to write? Go ahead. Right? Shoot, I think he might have the the um, what do we what fan we call comment of the fan week? comment of the week? I kind of dig that. What's his name again? Chris Sear. Chris Sear. Sear. Okay. All right. So I I nominate him so far. That was uh that was I like that. Yeah, like very that. intriguing. However, <laughs> I don't want to see Deontay Wilder at WrestleMania either. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a first. <laughs> it would be. It would no, be. Tony, you, you said that wrong. It will be a first. Do that first. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, so now uh, another post from our our uh, AEW correspondent, uh, Anton with a W. He posted Vince McMahon fantasizing about Tyson Fury versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania instead of Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Yo, people were... Mad at this post, man. Yeah. They were mad. They were, Listen, guys, yeah. we do not work for WWE. <laughs> we have no idea what they're going to do exactly. unless we tell you it's what they're going to do. This was clearly yeah. a joke, but a lot of you people out there did not take this. <laughs> no, joke. they did not. So Olivia Wise said, Do it. Jim Felis Jr., he said, Drew has a title match under contract. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, relax. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like it's still real to me. Damn it! He has a contract. <laughs> Bruno Ricard. He says, "I prefer see Drew than Tyson." Uh, see, you know what? Why is it every damn show? You know, I'm not making fun of people's names, but good lord, no, not man. at all. <laughs> Can I get a James Smith? <laughs> you know, out these freaking names, man. It's S I P H O. How do you pronounce yes. that? Sipo? S S I P H O. Sipo? Sipo. Sipo. Sipo? Oh, and I'm not the, the. Oh my God, the middle name is atrocious. M T H I Y A. Mathia? Mathia, Mathia, you say Mathia. I, I say Mathia. But but then what cracks me up? The last name Douglas. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you got to be kidding me! Oh my god! All right, Drew already has a deal. Oh my god! And Wells, Vince really needs to go and stop these stupid matches. Oh my god! <laughs> Nathan Meeks, he says Triple H would do way better with booking. William Alpha Male White, he says, I can't I can see Tyson and Braun tagging up for the tag team belts. Alright. Oh yeah, but how are they gonna Someone's lose? Someone's not mad. Someone's not mad at it though. I, I know, right? But but how are they gonna lose? To Braun and Nicholas. <laughs> Nicholas all grown up. Um <laughs> Louis Angela Angel Cola. He says that's bullshit. Drew has a contract and deserves it. Like, really? Come on, guys. Uh, listen, guys, these are real comments. You go to our Facebook page. It, these are what these people are, real are really comments. upset. These are real people commenting on this joke of a post. No, I'm not we saying the know. post is a joke. 
I'm saying the the it was a joke. A, it was a joke. We know joke. that vi- that Drew is fighting Brock. <laughs> I love controversy, but God, Lord, these people are stupid. And yeah, I'm calling y'all stupid. I, I don't. I, I don't care anymore. I just but, don't. But please keep supporting our page. Yeah, guys. yeah, we're actually nine shy from five thousand. <laughs> Tell your friends. <laughs> uh, talk to your mayor, uh, Michael R. Croft. He says McMahon is full of his shit. <laughs> God, people. You, you know, know, let's just bunch. All these people as they hated comments. I, I think I'm gonna have to. David Mead, he knows how to kill a show. Michael's story, his he uh, his injecting a lethal dose of poison into his own company and killing it before he dies. So number one, so no one can take it over when he's gone. Oh my god. Stephen Green, he normally comments and uh, he just gave a thumbs up with the dog. Um, okay, fine. Bobby Fern, he says, sounds like a better match. <laughs> Willis Sinatra? Leo. He says, come on, drinking your opponent's blood? It was a strategy from the get-go to make a buzz. Tyson will certainly be at WrestleMania. <laughs> uh, I mean, lick it. why was he licking this dude's blood? Yeah. I mean, he really didn't, if you look at it closely. But still... Nasty. That is nasty. Um, people, my God, I don't know. Rick, what am I going to do? All right, we're going to give the hater comment. Well, we right got, now. we still got one more poll. I know, we got one more poll, but right now, the contract conspiracy theory people, they, yeah. they're no, the I ones agree. that got this hater locked up right now. Yeah, no. Well, let's I, move on to our I, next poll. Okay, next poll. Um, Rusev. Was replaced by Rey Mysterio in the Tuwag. Is that Tuwag? You say Tuwag, I say Tawak. Tawak? All right. Either or. Potato, potato. Uh, Trophy gauntlet match at Super Showdown due to a back injury. Do you believe this back injury to be real? Or the real reason is his contract issues? Now, Rick, um, it is his back. He he is hurt. (laughs) I found out. You think so? No, I know so. I know so. You know so. Yeah. Yeah, so it is his back. He is hurt. But then again, you know, and I know, you know, we're going to go over it real quick, uh, the Super Showdown. But then again, what the fuck Ray Mysterio do? Not a damn thing. Yeah, uh, but I can tell you this. Yeah. Even though that you're saying it's a back injury, um, I still am going to go against that and think <laughs> it's a contract dispute. They, there is but no they say way. he signed. I got it. I get it. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. But there is no way. He's gonna miss out on that money. Yeah. And, and and if he's there next week or in two weeks, then that back injury wasn't that serious. Because if it's a serious back injury, you're out a month. Yeah, but it could have been a spasm, back spasm. A back spasm. Tony, are you missing out on that Saudi money for a back spasm? Yeah. For yeah, real? Yeah, because it could be. It could get worse after that. I don't know, man. It could. I don't know. I don't you know. know? Unless they did the same angle they did with Rey Mysterio. (laughs) (laughs) They could have did that. They could have done that. It could have been Rusev. Yeah, it was a back injury. Yeah, you know, I didn't even think about it until now. So, Um, Inku Pelios, um, who's another one that's active on our page, so appreciate it. 
said the WWE is covering their hide because Rusev is quitting the WWE to join AEW. Whoa. All right. You know what, guys? Seriously? <laughs> I mean, just because someone is unhappy with the company that they're working for does not mean that they're going to go straight to AEW. I'm getting so sick of seeing that. I don't know, Tony. Just about every time, you know, like either Matt Hardy puts a tweet, oh, my God, he's going to AEW. You know, Rusev, contract dispute. Oh, my God, he's going to AEW. Luke Harper, he wants to leave. Oh, my God, he's going to AEW. <laughs> Come on, man. AEW is not all that right now. I'm sorry. That's true. You're you know right. what I'm saying? It is not all that right now. Well, um, you know what? I, I'm hearing that since Taz is busy with AEW and I haven't been happy here, maybe I go to the Taz show and take over. <laughs> probably do a better job. Oh, I definitely will. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah i don't know man it, uh, all right one more wait why why are you not happy here miguel uh, I, uh, yeah i know right we didn't even talk about that but like we like you get paid off of my check mm-hmm. and you do nothing you're not even doing the soundboard <laughs> yeah my fingers hurt oh jesus christ this is <laughs> Sorry, right. just read the next one. Yeah, all right, last one. Uh, Julian Medrano, he says, maybe travel issues. I'm sure a lot of them don't want to go to Saudi. No, Rusev, I can tell you for sure, was all about the Saudi shows. Remember, he fought The Undertaker at the Saudi oh, show. Yeah, that's right. And that's right, he yeah. was all about making that money. He's yeah. always been... Rusev is one guy that's all about that money. Right. No, I, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I forgot about that. But, uh, yeah. All right. Well, hey, maybe it is a back injury. I don't know. <laughs> but like you said, if it, we'll we'll see in two weeks and see how that goes. Um, but then at the end of the day, you know, even though he might want to volunteer to do the Saudi show, doesn't necessarily mean that Vince will put him in the Saudi show. You know, That's because true. they have been treating the Saudi show like a WrestleMania, so to speak. Hence, all the part timers showing up on Thursday. Um, so, you know, I mean, I mean, but then again, they did put him in that gauntlet match and then he disappeared from it, uh, being replaced by Rey Mysterio. Now, the, the final one before we go to our news is... Oh, yeah, the poll results was 87% thought it was a contract oh. and uh, 13% thought it was a real back injury. Oh, hmm. Well, <laughs> hey, we'll see. We'll see. Nobody believes it, man. Nobody, Nobody believes it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, that, but think about it this way, too. Lana signed. So, you know what I'm saying? It's not like Rusev is going to pull a John Moxley and, and or Dean Ambrose and say, you know what? If my wife is happy there, I'm going to be happy. So, no, he, he loves Lana to death to where he wants to be by her side 24-7. Okay. Except for when she's on TV with Bobby Lashley. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Jesus. All right. So, yeah. I, we'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll see. We'll see. All right. Um, now, before we go on to the news, yes, there is top secret footage of Rick Serrano third pledging, admitting his love for Edge. Okay. Take a listen. Thank you. 
All right, Rick, what the hell was that? <laughs> All right, so I don't know how Edge's name got heard in that message because I very much clearly say, <laughs> Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Rick, explain yourself. It's definitely not a love for Edge. I'm telling you not that, that Sounds that's like it. out of context. No, no, <laughs> it's out of context. Again, clearly, I'm saying. <laughs> you know, maybe Josh Sanders can interpret what you said. So <laughs> we'll leave it up to him, the interpreter. All right. So, <laughs> all right. Without further ado, it well, is our time. Fan comment of the week. Oh yeah, fan comment. The- wait, fan comment of the week will be. Uh, Chris What's his Sear? name? Chris Sear. And Hater Common is all those other people, so do the honors. I keep forgetting that part. All yeah. right. The fan comment of the week. Congratulations, Chris Sear. And the Hater Common of the week goes to all those contract whining bitches. <laughs> hater alert. All right. Now it is time for the wrestling news from around the world. Take it away, Rick. All right. Before we do that, let's get into some birthdays. You're, you're back? Yeah, I figure why not. <laughs> right. All Dude. right. Corey Graves turns 36 years old. Damn, really? Holy yeah. shit. How old is Carmella? Uh, Carmella is my age, 33. Is she? Wow. Yeah. Uh, Shinsuke Nakamura turns 40 years old. 40? Yeah. Wow. Dang. Uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat turns 67 years old. Wow. And, he's uh, a, always, another person. He's another person, just like Tito Santana, who never turned heel. Yeah, never turned heel. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Very, yeah, very few. He's in the very few. Um, I can't name the rest of them off the top of my head, but Jim very Duggan? few. Hacksaw. Yeah. I know in WWE he was never a heel. Yeah. But he could have been in, in you know, other... I got to... I gotta, you know what? You know who would know it would be Kenny. Yeah. Kenny Casanova the, would know. Yeah, the, the troll of... The troll the, of wrestling. Wrestling. Fielding. Yes. Yeah. Um, and last but certainly not least, the Nature Boy. Woo! <laughs> Ric Flair turned 71 years old. Yeah. Going on 90. I know, right? Jeez, he's looking awful. Stop drinking, Rick. <laughs> The man is still partying. Yeah. And hanging out with, uh, what's his name? Bunny? Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got a picture Offset. with him one time. Yeah. Wow, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, with that being said, it's now time for the wrestling news from around the world. In important news, Macaulay Culkin cancels his WrestleMania plans after Goldberg wins the Universal title. <laughs> As Super Showdown. Um, no, he didn't. <laughs> that, those <laughs> tickets are a lot of money. A lot of money. Actually, um, yeah, they're a lot of money. And he's been out of work for a while, so yeah. I don't know how much those Home Alone checks are cashing <laughs> in. <laughs> well, he did do that commercial. That's true. So he, he had to get a couple hundred bucks for that. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I'm just saying, Macaulay, you bought the tickets already. If you want to give them to us. I know, right? We'll be I happy mean, to... Um, do well, a contest? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I would win because that's what we do. And then I would definitely go. I would support 
your hate for Goldberg. We we would go. Actually, you know what? That's a better idea. We would go on his behalf. Yes. We will make a sign that says we are Macaulay Culkin's replacement. Yes. Because he did not want to come here. That'll be a long ass sign, but we'll put that up there. And then we'll have another sign that says we stand with Macaulay. Yeah. There we go. Or we sit with Macaulay because we're in his seats. Huh? <laughs> Where's Mimi at? We, yeah. we, we need the laughter. <laughs> <laughs> With that being said, my last bit of news. Uh, Stephanie McMahon says the health and safety of fans and superstars come first. And that they don't want to put anyone in a bad situation regardless of the circumstances. This comes in when people are talking about WrestleMania and oh, the coronavirus. Geez. Oh, my God. With people flying in from all over the world. Oh, shit. You know, I didn't is WrestleMania that. at risk to be the epicenter for the coronavirus? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Should WWE, <laughs> will they cancel they, WrestleMania? They will not cancel WrestleMania. How many no. masks will we see in that crowd? Well, I saw a bunch at the Saudi show. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which people are being told not to buy these masks? Like you're taking away from other people for other sicknesses. Yeah. But uh, but then I, I you know what I heard too that the mask doesn't help. So Yeah. <laughs> I heard that. I'm like, are you serious? So it's just crazy this whole coronavirus thing. Listen, people, just be cautious, be safe yeah. out there. Um but WrestleMania, I, I think uh They won't care. Macaulay may have a point in staying home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but his is for a whole totally different reason. That's um, true. But I know, would definitely but, sell those tickets, Macaulay, <laughs> if you want to give it to I us. know, right? Holy shit. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, they won't They won't cancel it. Unless unless the outbreak becomes like a Walking Dead outbreak, they won't cancel <laughs> Raccoon it. Raccoon City outbreak. Raccoon City, yeah. Resident Evil. Which yeah, if they, you do you rearrange the late letters for Corona, it's mm-hmm. Raccoon. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Damn. <laughs> I did not know that. <laughs> That's kind of creepy. <laughs> We're going to die. Uh, please. Uh, but with all seriousness, take care of yourself, people. Yeah. And, uh, be healthy. And now yeah. on, on to uh, Tony's rumors. All right. On to the rumors. Undertaker's requested to work with AJ Styles at WrestleMania 36 because he feels Styles. Now check this out. This is what The Undertaker said about AJ Styles. He said AJ Styles is the modern day Shawn Michaels. Yeah, so, that's that's a high praise. But if I was uh, Vince McMahon and Undertaker walked in and was like, yeah, I want to uh, fight AJ at WrestleMania. Vince was like, oh. You're available? You were going <laughs> to... We weren't uh, considering having you at WrestleMania this year. <laughs> I mean, after that Goldberg performance, we, you, I, thought we were, I thought we were done. I thought we finished this whole... I thought we were past this. Wait a minute. What's going on here? <laughs> you, you, all right. Uh, who do you want to fight? <laughs> Shawn so, Michaels? Well, how about how about the modern-day Shawn Michaels? AJ like... How many more times can Undertaker walk into this office and be like, I'm yeah. fighting at WrestleMania? Yeah. <laughs> I thought we were done, Taker. I thought we were done, too. And you know what, though? I don't think, you know, it's not going to be done for a while either. As long as the, I think the thing is, I think it, 
as long as the Undertaker is still walking, he's gonna keep showing up at these WrestleManias. He's gonna keep getting these WrestleMania checks. You know what I'm saying? I mean, think about it, right? I mean, and and everybody else. As much as you know, a lot of people say, "Ah, fuck these part timers and blah 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 blah." All right, come on now. If you were in their position, you would not give a damn about what anybody else says. The Undertaker right now, before he was working one day a year, getting about a million bucks, you know, now he's working two times a year, probably getting $2 million. You know, actually, you know what? I got to look up their salary because I saw a glimpse of it and I was like, you got to be kidding me. Um, Like Randy Orton's in the top five. I think he gets like $4 million a year. Some ridiculous amount of that. Um... And actually, AJ Styles is on there. He gets about two million a year. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, think about it. You know, I mean, uh, anybody that would be in their shoes would do the same damn thing, and you guys would say, "Mind your business." So, (laughs) but we can't, you know, because we got to report this shit. So, um, all right. Now, this I thought was interesting um, because I have a lot of questions about it. Now, there has been talks of WWE and ESPN recently as far as, like, um, because I guess uh, the boxing, I don't know who's in charge of the boxing, sold their pay-per-view events to ESPN Plus. So, like, if you subscribe to ESPN Plus, which is, I think, like $5 a month, um, you get whatever they show on there, but... The pay-per-views, like the Tyson Fury and and Deontay Wilder, the pay-per-views, you have to pay that separate to watch it on ESPN+. From what I heard, um, the Deontay Wilder fight, uh, that was about $60 to watch. Now, I watched it for free because I got my connections. But, you know, I'm like, that's crazy. So now I'm, I'm guessing... Vince wants to do the same thing. He wants to sell the pay-per-view rights to ESPN Plus. Um, so, like, and and from what I heard, I gotta dig more into this. But from what I heard was that WrestleMania was going to be the first one on ESPN Plus. So, if they charging that Deontay Wilder fight like sixty bucks, I'm pretty sure they're going to charge. Probably either the same or more for WrestleMania. So my thing is, is that I'm pretty sure, <clears throat> you know, because, uh, like I said, I got a lot of questions regarding this because everybody's been t- paying ten dollars a month for yep. the past how many years now? Two, three, four years, yeah, maybe about three, four years, five yeah. years, five years, about five years, yeah. and you know, so they've been getting, you know, the top four pay per views for ten dollars a month. Let alone before NXT was even on USA, they were getting NXT, they were getting all the other matches, all the other stuff that they put on the network. Now you want to take the pay-per-views away? You know? Vince is looking at money like a mofo. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you right now, I'm going to need your connections if that happens because I am not paying 60 bucks for a pay-per-view again. That's not happening. That's old, ancient times. Like, long ago, when we used to get together, put $2 a person, $5 yeah. a person, that's not happening no more, man. I don't have that many friends. So, 
<laughs> so we gotta just go out there and petition, do what we yeah. have to do, because I am not. First of all, I'm not even getting ESPN Plus. No, I'm not doing no, this. Don't no. do this, Vince. Please. Like I said, I get I, I got a connection where I get all of that stuff anyway. So listen, guys, free. support support the XFL because. Vince is going crazy if he's trying to do this. I know the XFL you know is trash. Listen, it was good the first week. Oh, when was I went it? For free. I, I've, seen, now I've seen it the first it's, week. How it's was garbage. I, it's, is it? It's no competition. It's blowout games. Uh, and um, yeah, I'm not for it. I'm not. It, it, Vince, listen, guys, XFL is great, Vince. Yeah, we love it. Don't 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 take away our pay per views. Yeah. So much money, yay. Yeah, I mean the thing of it is, you know, and, and and I heard a lot of people already, but they they always say that every time WWE does something, but then yet they still watch it. Um, that oh, I'm canceling my subscription. Screw this. I'm not gonna deal with this. No, no. All right, whatever. Fucking take it down a notch. All right. Um. <laughs> Now, Insider, my personal insider, also says word backstage at Raw was that Bret Hart will be inducting Davy Boy Smith in this year's Hall of Fame show. That's well, the way to go. That's the way to I, do absolutely. It. You know, and, you know, it's kind of sad to say this, but Bret's the only one left. You know, <laughs> Bret is the only one left out of all these guys. And I'm not saying that he worked harder than everybody else, but, you know, he went through a lot of shit in his time. You know, I'm talking about, you know, with the stroke and, and, and uh, he had a heart attack too, didn't he? I'm not sure about I that. I thought he had a heart attack or something like that. But then he, he, he went through so many health problems. And then the, the recent cancer, yeah, the skin, skin cancer. cancer scare. And it's like, you know, you didn't hear about all these health problems with Davey Boy Smith, Brian Pillman, and all these other guys. You know what I'm saying? And, well, you know, even though Owens was tragic. But, you know, it's like now he's the only one. Left. I mean, hey. is it is it too soon to say that it's because he was the best there is, the best there was? Too soon. The best there ever will be? Too soon. Okay. okay. Thank you. All right. Damn. You was dying to say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So now, finally, um, uh, there's talk of doing a Daniel Bryan versus Sheamus at WrestleMania 36 to play off their 18-second match in, two, in 2012. That would make sense if they continue with Sheamus destroying these little guys. Like, Shorty well, yeah. and Apollo, and then, all right, you want Daniel Bryan to get into there. But the right. thing is, with this whole Daniel Bryan-Sheamus stuff, it's how are you going to get there in five weeks? Because right now you got Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, you got we'll, Sheamus. We'll, well, I heard, too, that, the, like... I guess Daniel Bryan has creative control. That's what I heard. That was part of his he's deal. He's not creative at all. That he wants creative control, and he's been lately. He's been handpicking these storylines for himself. And I heard that Drew Gulak was one of them, and and Heath Slater. They say he want. He said specifically that he wanted to do something with them two guys. So my thing is, all right, where's this gonna go to? You know, WrestleMania, you versus Drew Gulak, nobody's going to... What? You know? Hey, to each his own, and we will see. You know? But for the end game to be him versus Sheamus, um, my thing is you got to make Sheamus 
I mean, he's been destroying dudes lately, and that's cool. But, you know, you got to really go over the board now to even consider this a good match, I'm assuming. Because, you know, like, let's just say this does happen. You know damn well the beginning part of this match will be Sheamus bro-kicking Daniel Bryan yeah. just like he did in 2012. And But this time around, uh, Daniel Bryan's going to kick out, yeah. you know, so. All right, that's all I got for the injuries. Rick, what do you got for the, uh, I mean, for the (laughs) rumors? Rick, what do you got for injury? I have no injuries this week. Let's go on to the hot tag news. Look at that. A little chime there and everything. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sorry. So the hot tag news this week, Samoa Joe. Now, I could have sworn I mentioned this. I even posted it a while ago. (laughs) A while ago. And then uh, it kind of resurfaced again. So this was intriguing to me, um, uh, also with other people. Um, now, with Samoa Joe getting suspended for 30 days for his first wellness policy violation and his string of injuries, is it time for the WWE to consider moving on without him? Now, that's pretty interesting, Rick. Why'd you post that? Yeah, I mean, because it's it's got to be true. I mean, you... Samoa Joe has done nothing in WWE, and not for any fault of his own. No. Um, the storylines, the multiple title matches that he lost. Mm-hmm. Um, you put him, and you give him these opportunities, and then he gets injured, yeah. and then he comes back, and then he gets injured, and then he comes back, and then he gets injured. <laughs> yeah. Then he comes back, gets injured again. Then he does a commercial and gets injured. <laughs> And then he fails of all this policy t- violation I'm, test. But I'm curious to know what was it that he failed? Yeah, I mean, every, you know? well, there's rumors out there. Oh, it was weed. But um, well, what is it? I mean, it's, it's just it's just an anomaly. Just it like is. Samoa Joe is. is, he shouldn't be able to do the things he does, but he he's able to do it. But still, like, I, I think it's time to move on. There's yeah. nothing. He's not benefiting from it. WWE's not benefiting from it. Yeah. Move on. Go on. Listen, go to AEW. Go to Ring of Honor. Go to Impact. He mm-hmm. can be a champion in any of those companies. Um, but see, but I think I think um I think he can do something in WWE because he he either as a face or a heel. I'd rather see him as a heel, personally, but you know, he does get a good response. He has had good matches in the past. Yeah. Are they using him correctly? No. Absolutely not. No. no. But then again, look how many times he's getting injured. So, you know, you have to say to yourself, too, okay, this guy's injury prone. We put a belt on this guy. He's going to get injured, and then we're going to have to create a new storyline. You know, so let's put him in to see, you know, how healthy this guy can stay. And look at, you know what I'm saying? So you got to look at it that way in a business sense, in a storyline sense, because... It's like, all right, you know, this guy keeps getting injured, but we do like him. He he puts on amazing matches. You know, he's good on the microphone. He's good Great. in commentary. Like, yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, are they really misusing him or they're using their head and saying, you know what? We can still use him. We just won't put the title on him because if he gets injured, then we're going to have to create a whole new storyline. You know? Yeah. So... You got to look at it that way. You got to look at it as a business standpoint, you know. I mean, they want to keep the guy happy. And, you know, as much as a lot, there's 
from what I've been hearing lately too, that there's not a lot of people that are fans of Tommy Dreamer, but you look at Tommy Dreamer's career, I mean, uh, obviously a majority of it was in ECW, but he never wanted a title. He never wanted yeah. a championship. He didn't want none of that. And he was in a lot of good storylines. And he can wrestle. He can tell a story. Does he overact? Yeah, he does. But again, you know, he did do some crazy shit in ECW. When he was in WWE, same thing. He did some good stuff. Did he have to be a champion in order to be a good wrestler? No, you don't. And in wrestling, if you're in the business, you would know that. Would you like to have a top? Yeah, of course. It'll look good on your resume. But, you know, maybe that's Samoa Joe. You know? It could be him. And let's just look back. Like, don't get me wrong. Samoa Joe's been in the business for over two decades. Yeah. Yeah. He even did a stint with WWE before Impact the Ring of Honor. Wow, I didn't know that. You didn't know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But... Hit, I think his best days are behind him. Um, you think so? I, I think his best days, honestly, and I'm going to be honest about this, was in TNA when he was with Kurt Angle and yeah. uh, Abyss and stuff like that. When he was the Samoan submission machine and he was undefeated in TNA for so long yeah. and he dominated. Um, I honestly, those were my favorite Samoa Joe moments, his best matches for me. Um, NXT, he did great. Don't get me wrong. He did. Um, Cut Tyson uh, Kidd's career. I mean, yep. that was that was big, um, mm-hmm. and then just just went to the main roster and just floundered. Yeah. Uh, U.S. champ a couple of times. Uh, WWE title matches over an, an abundance of them, yep. but just never was able to get to the top of the mountain. He can talk his way out of anything. He's amazing on the mic, yeah. um, and then that. That is a talent for very few WWE superstars this day and age. But I, not everybody's a great talker like he is. That's true. But I will tell you this much, though. If let's just say if his career is done in the wrestling ring, I'm pretty sure WWE will offer him a job as commentary. And yeah. he will take it. He will. You know what I'm saying? Because what are you going to do? I mean, if you're at the point to where you're constantly injured and, you know, you have to look at yourself and say, all right, you know what? I can't keep getting injured like this. I think it's time for me to retire, you know? But then you still want to be involved in the wrestling business, you know? And they offer you a job as commentary, still keeping your name, you know, relevant. You know what I'm saying? Still keeping your name relevant. He's going to take that job. Yeah. He will take that job because he is good on that mic. He was good on commentary, you know? I mean, I, I and the thing of it is, I know a lot of people would, prefer that he is in the ring but him personally if he ever sat down and and said to himself you know what i think it's time to retire i'm just keep getting injured i'm not going anywhere and i don't want to mess this up i don't want to get seriously hurt you know maybe it is time to retire all right wwe you want a job as commentary yes i will take that job and he will be a great replacement for jerry the king lola and he would yeah because i'm sorry to say you know i mean and i don't think he's outdated Exactly. Yes. Yes. King is outdated, and I love Jerry the King Lawler. Don't. I don't want anybody to get me. I don't want nobody to misinterpret what we're about to say. But you know, back in the day during the Attitude Era, I think a lot of people understood Jerry's jokes. You know, even though I do understand his jokes now, but it's it's at the point to where it's like, all right, that was kind of corny, Jerry. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? The major difference is Mauro Ronaldo makes jokes from this era yeah and, yeah and i agree jerry is coming up with things from 
years past. Yeah. Where yeah, no, a lot I, of the younger generation they just like, doesn't get it. No. Who? No, what? but but even you know, like even my generation though, I get the jokes, but they're just yeah, corny. Just corny, yeah. You know, it's like the banana joke, you know, the knock knock joke. <laughs> Should I do it again? Do again. No, 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 okay. No, but it's just like that. You know, you when you hear it so many times, after a while, doesn't get funny anymore. <laughs> you know? And and, and and the only the rarest of the rarest jokes are still funny today, but and I say rare. But, you know, like I said, when you say the same knock-knock joke over and over and over again, it doesn't get funny. And I totally agree because Jerry is from my era. Jerry is just outdated. With that being said, JR, too. Who is one of the... pasture. Yeah. (laughs) Who is one of the best commentators of all time. He's out of touch. He really is. And... I'm sorry to say he just really looks confused and lost in AEW, you know, and I can tell he's getting fed stuff in his ear because of the things that he's saying, you know, he doesn't know a lot of these people, he doesn't, he really doesn't, and it's like, you know what, his time is done too. And you know what they should have done? I know we're going all over the place, but they should have put JR in the ring and kept Tony Schiavone on commentary. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Like, there's no need for JR to still be there. I get it. Yeah. He's a household name. Yeah. And go from commentary to backstage, it ain't ain't the cat's meow. Yeah. But Tony Schiavone still got something to give. I mean, yeah. The the the, the diamond earrings gotta go, Tony. <laughs> but <laughs> but everything else is good. Hey, Starbucks is paying him well. Um, all right, so now back to Samoa Joe. I mean, like I said, if they did offer, if WWE did offer him that gig, he's going to take it. He will yeah. take it. I think he will take it. It's an easy gig. You're you're on air once a week, but still, you know what I'm saying? It's an easy gig. He can probably be a producer backstage, you know, an agent or, you, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of roles for Samoa Joe, and I think WWE would be dumb if they not keep him in their roster, so to all speak. Right. So, Final thoughts on this. Tony, if what? Samoa Joe wanted to continue as a wrestler, should WWE consider releasing him? No. No. They need to keep him. They do. Despite despite yeah. the injuries yeah. and all that. Yeah. They they need to keep him. Um and, and it's like, you know, is he gonna be the Jacoby Ellsbury of wrestling? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> or John Carlos Stanton? You know what I'm saying? I mean, come on now. I mean, they got to keep him, you know. They're investing a lot in him already, so yeah. why not, you know? What do you, what, what, I mean, what do you think? For me, I would Seriously. definitely, I, I, like, if I really, if he's about wrestling and not considering commentary, yeah, I got to release him. Uh, you're well, if he's not considering a, that, or if he's not considering any other role in yeah. WWE, yeah, then I would release him. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But... Yeah. <clears throat> The thing of it is, like you know, like we've been saying, I think his knowledge of wrestling, you know, his his voice in in, in commentary, makes him still somewhat valuable. Yeah. You know, so those are the positions I would still offer him. You know what I'm saying? Now, I gotta throw this out there too. What if it's a little bit of a pay cut? You know. Then so. You keep him. Yeah. 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 So, you know, you're saving some money. All right, let's go on some comments, and then uh, we'll go over the uh, Saudi show. All right, uh, Fly Guy Mackin. 
You gotta be kidding me. That's his legal name, I believe it. Oh my god, he says, laugh my ass off. We ain't we ain't trying to sit here and act like WWE is gonna give up Samoa Joe when AEW and all these other wrestling promos are lurking. Laugh my ass off. Alright, fly guy no. Uh Ray <laughs> Williams, he says, look, if it's weed, then move on, WWE, as it's legal in 30 states. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Samoa Joe could be missing wrestling, uh, missing out on WrestleMania. No, I think he'll be back by then. I think he'll yeah. be back by then, like the yeah. end of March or something like that. And that was by Stephen Green. Uh, and, of course, Ann Wells responded to him. Yeah, he'll be back in time. Uh, Rob Campbell, he said he just signed a three-year deal. Was that true? Did we report that? Yeah, I don't know. I think we said I, that. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, we said it. All yeah, right, sure. Definitely. Um, I mean, even if that's the case, then, you know, I mean... If WWE is going to release him, they're going to still have to give him a big chunk of that money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm pretty sure that's in the contract. Um, Andrew Handley, he says he needs to retire. Eric Goodzantes, he... <laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face. He says, raw commentator, Elliot J. Bush. And you should take offense to this, Rick, because he said false. Okay. <laughs> Like, he's saying this isn't true, but... Okay. Dude, it was on WWE's website. Go look. Jesus. All right. Poll results were 59% of the people said no. 41% of the people said yes. So, there you go. There you go. Um, so, if uh, anybody has any questions or comments or anything that you guys want to talk about or discuss as a hot tag news... Feel free to drop us a line on our Facebook page. Just put it on there. We'll talk about it on the show. If it sounds ridiculous, then you know what to expect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, but if it's a good topic and we'll babble on about it like we did with Samoa Joe, then you know what? Then you have nothing to worry about. You still might get heckled, but, you know, you have nothing to worry about. <laughs> All right. You know what? Let's go straight on to the Super Showdown. Uh, Rick. Uh, overall thoughts on this Super Showdown. I know, I know that you're against it, but we have a job to do. No, absolutely, and uh, we have to call it like it is. And, and giving my professional opinion, my professional point of view, my professional penis over vagina. Yes, I have to say that this I agree to that. was a hot turd. <laughs> It was pure garbage. Um, okay. Monsoor, once again, going over on Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Makes no sense. Nope. Uh, the but, guy and, is not on any television. Now, no. I get it. This is considered a house show, but you're pu promoting it as a pay-per-view. Yeah. So, this is legit, and everybody in the world is watching Monsoor, who nobody knows, going over on your yeah. top talents. Yeah. Like, actually, you know what? I was shocked to see Mansoor on NXT. But he didn't wrestle. He was doing the pre-show. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I think, honestly, I think they only did that because the Saudi show was coming up. Yeah. I think that's the only reason why they did that, you know? Um, but then, but like, I, speaking of Mansoor, but that's why I text you, right? Well, we'll see Mansoor in a couple, uh, in about six months. Six, yeah. You know? And it's true. Because, I mean, come on, man. I mean, uh, my opinion, though, it's like, you know, 
it goes to show that you know that WWE is catering to these people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, "Listen, let me do my product. Let me do what I do best." You know, and and you know, just let me handle it. You know, is it WWE's fault for not really involving Monster? Now you can look at it two ways. You can look at it as you know, oh, he's Saudi's what they what they call him, Saudi's upcoming star or rising yeah. star or some shit yeah. like that. All right, if he's such a rising star, then how come we don't see him on TV? That's true. You know, I mean, now everybody's being verbal about it. You know, the guy's undefeated on these Super Showdown pay-per-views. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it's ridiculous. It's like, all right, well, can he, you know, wrestle? <laughs> you know, I mean. Uh, and I saw a couple of mistakes there. Oh, he, I, I did too. On the moonsault, he put his knees yeah. in oh Dolph's chest. Yeah. I know I know Dolph was hurting. I and know I, Dolph listen. was hurting. And let's not just focus on Mansoor. The rest of the card was trash. Mm-hmm. I mean, Undertaker was in the ring for 10 seconds, and he still had his coat and, ja- and hat on. And then <laughs> and then Goldberg yeah. won. Now, listen, initially, I was pissed off that Goldberg won. Now, seeing where they're going with it, I'm fine with it. Yeah. However, Goldberg, you can't spear a dude? Four box no, no, spears. No, not, not just the spear. It's and just, then, of course, the jackhammer, the jackhammer yeah. was atrocious. It, it was, was bad. It was but what churlish. Bother, but, but, but what bothers me the most is that, all right, one jackhammer really beat The Fiend, but then yet on previous pay-per-views, he was curb stomped like 80,000 times in one match, and he still got up. Come on. Yeah, Ugh. WWE, you dropped the ball on that. You should have let him hit him a million times. All right, do, the, uh, do your highs and lows because that just got me yeah. bad. Uh, All right, do your highs uh, and lows in, in your final rating. Uh, the high point of Super Showdown was, let me see, definitely uh, it had to be the tag team match with New Day and Miz and Morrison. Yeah. You know, I, I think I gave that a three and a half, um, and that was the highest. I mean, everything else was a two or below. Everything else was not looking <laughs> good. Um, my lowest point, uh, I had to go with Mansoor. I'm sorry. You don't get to go on Super Showdown and not be the best you can be. You're now, there. What I thought was funny though was that did they cut his mic, cut him off? Oh, I think so. Because he made no sense. His promos was atrocious. I thought it was a heel turn, but I'm like, that's not a smart heel turn. You're gonna get shot in the head. I, I know, <laughs> right? You bring him to me. <laughs> behead, <laughs> that's it. Behead uh, him. Overall, uh, Super Showdown <laughs> was a super letdown. Uh, yeah. 1.5 star rating. All right, for me, I mean, the highest points for me was, um, there was two of them. And that was New Day versus Miz and Morrison because they became new tag champs. Uh, is it too soon to be doing these title changes right before WrestleMania? N- no, in my opinion. But at the same time, you know, New Day being tag champ, I didn't see it going anywhere, to be honest. That's true. So to in, to involve Miz and Morrison to get the championship that made a lot of sense. So, but I gave that match a three. The all the other three that I gave was to uh, Seth and uh, Seth Rollins and Murphy versus the Street Profits. You know, Street Profits are a very good tag team. Um, I gave it a three. It was a really good match. My lowest point at half. I mean, I know you said Monster, and I do agree with you, but. As me calling it in as I see it with the wrestling, it was eh, it was all right. 
I saw a lot of mistakes, but I did give it a two. But that wasn't even the lowest. The lowest for me for the whole show was Brock versus Ricochet. You know, so just F Ricochet, you know, forget him, you know. And I wasn't saying to F as in forget. I was saying it in the other way. But, like, I text you, Rick, that day. Yeah, that worked. But, like, I text you that day is, okay, there has to be something huge planned for Ricochet, you know, for Ricochet to even accept this, uh, this whooping. I mean, aside (laughs) from the payday, I don't see anything for him. In WrestleMania. But you yeah, know what I'm saying, though? There's nothing available. Yeah, there was you. nothing for him. I mean, he did nothing. It was a squash match. Yeah. He I was, did I nothing. I was preparing for, like, AJ versus Brock, Daniel Bryan versus Brock. No, we didn't get that. We got yeah. three German suplexes and an F5. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, Daniel Bryan does not want to do any Saudi shows, too. So. Yeah. Um, now, but like I said, I mean, oh my God. They just herb the dude. You know, but like I said, there has to be something huge in line for him. If it's not WrestleMania, it's got to be SummerSlam. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It has to. There's something. There's got to be something there. But overall, either way, um, I gave it a 2.3. It wasn't the greatest show, but it wasn't the bad show either. It was a couple good matches. Do I agree with the Fiend and Goldberg? Because that's the biggest topic of the night. Um, no, I don't. To be honest, I mean, I get it. I see what it. But then. When when Goldberg won, then I'm like, all right, you know what? My thinking in my head was SmackDown is going to be predictable. And yeah. sure enough, we'll discuss it, it in a minute. SmackDown was just that, predictable. Um, any final thoughts on it? No. Okay. Don't go back to Saudi, please. I know. You know what? But they're not. I think they got, what, Seven three more years? years? Seven more years? They signed a 10-year deal. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Lord. <laughs> But you know what you know what I'll find what I find interesting though if that's the case and if like I said earlier about W uh, about Vince wanting to sell the pay per view rights to ESPN Plus, I wonder how that's gonna work out with the Saudi show. You know what I'm saying? I, you know damn well people are not gonna pay sixty dollars to watch that. No, no way that's gonna happen. I'm sorry, that is not gonna happen. All right. With that being said. We're going to take a quick pause for the cause. When we come back, we have This Week in Wrestling. Hi, uh, I'm WWE Superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! And we are back. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling POV and Wrestling POV Global is now affiliated with ProWrestlingTees.com. Go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV and you will find Four of the sexiest wrestling shirts of all time. And it's all about your boys and girl and puppet. The Wrestling POV Podcast Crew. All Wrestling POV merchandise is available at ProWrestlingTees.com slash Wrestling POV. For $19.99 plus shipping and handling, make your guys look even better by wearing our shirts. All right. Thank you, Miguel. Appreciate that. Um, buy the shirt. Yes, <laughs> buy one. Also, uh, go to collarandelbowbrand.com and save yourself 10% by using promo code WPOV because with that, you guys save 10% and you look good too. You know, we get a lot of deals, man. We're giving people a lot of deals. Yeah. A lot of deals. So and go Tony's biggest deal. What? <laughs> Hmm? What? No, no, your big deal? No. Me? <laughs> Am I a big deal? Sure, why not? 
<laughs> He's trying to say you have a big deal. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You know what? I think it's uh, time for this week in wrestling, shall we? Yeah. All right. Now, uh, all right, this week in wrestling, we're going to start with Raw, obviously. Uh, I, given, I gave Raw an overall 2.1, okay? Wow. Uh, yeah. That, um, that, I, I'm only shocked because it's exactly what I have, <laughs> 2.1. I gave it a 2.1. Um, for me, the highest point for Raw was the Angel Garza versus, versus Humberto Carrillo. I gave that a 4. Now... The reason why that wasn't a five. Really? (laughs) Holy shit. That's weird. Now, the only reason why I gave it a four and not a five, there was a couple of mistakes. And I saw it. And I was just like, ah, I cringed. I was like, no. Anyway, but it was a damn good match. Now, I forgot to mention this in the Saudi, but I'll mention it now. Um, If Humberto is supposed to be the next rising star, you know, he can't have these back-to-back losses. You know what I'm saying? He's got to start winning. Either put him in a match with somebody else instead of Angel Garza. Because I understand Angel Garza, you know, to everybody and probably Vince, he's the cat's meow. For me, honestly, I look at Angel Garza, and you can agree with me or not, but I see Angel Garza as as an Eddie Guerrero type character. You know what I'm saying? He is like a reminiscent of him. And if that's the case, okay, separate them for a little bit. Let them have matches with some other people. Because, if, like I said, if you're trying to look at um, Humberto as a, a top baby face, he can't be losing back-to-back like that. You guys yeah. got to start, you know. And I get what they're trying to do, but you can't do it with the same person, especially if you're trying to push both at the same time, but then yet giving it to the heel. doesn't make sense. Um, the lowest point for me was, and, and I hate to say this because I'm a huge R-Truth fan, was the R-Truth TV with La- Lashley and Lana. Ends up in a match. I mean, it's like, come on, man. Uh, anyway, I gave it a .5. Overall, I gave Raw a 2.1. Rick? Yeah, for me, the highest point was Angel Garza defeating Humberto Carrillo. I gave it a 4, as I mentioned earlier. Um, I thought it was a great match. I saw moves that I've never seen before mm-hmm. between these two, and they were hitting each other hard. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, they hard. were. And I also gave another four out, which I, I rarely do. I gave another four to the women's contract signing. I thought this was unique. I thought it was different. And Asuka tore it up, man. Asuka was amazing there. The reason yeah. why this did not get a five, and I'm going to say it, Natalia. Natalia covering her ears while wow. Oscar was speaking. She did not need to do that. Her her wearing her T-shirt where her dad is standing up and just like, yeah. oh, yes. I, Natalia, what are you doing? Yeah. That is yeah. not how a baby face acts. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's funny, though, is that right here, and I can show it to you on the screen. I mean, you people can't see it, but, you know, I got it as a side note that I wrote this down too. It's funny. I said, I'm starting to agree with Rick. Why does Natalia have to be in the Elimination Chamber match, first of all? Like, yep. it makes sense for Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and, and Sarah, Sarah Logan to be Logan. in it. That, yep. It makes total sense. And obviously, it makes sense for um, Shayna Baszler to be in it and Asuka. Yep. But Natalia. You know, that, that's why, like, remember when, when we were talking about the Saudi show and Natalia was the first ever woman yeah. to be in it, and I I was like, I had no problem with it. 
But now I'm starting to see it. I'm like, wait a minute. Now I got a problem with it. Why <laughs> does she need to? And you're right. Why? I mean, oh, my God. I don't want to sound insensitive because I know how people are out there. But why are you wearing that shirt? I get it. That is your dad. You know, hey, my hat's off. Rest in peace. You know, but why, why are you involved in this? She has yeah. no beef with anybody in there. And the, then they're, the, they were trying to create it and, and yeah. her, with the standoff. It's like, Natalia, I am so over with you, you know? And, and you know what? And if you wanted to create something, commentary dropped the ball. Because you could yeah. have said, the queen of spades and the queen of hearts, eye mm-hmm. to eye, looking at each other. Right, yeah. and then when Oscar got involved, and now the Empress of Tomorrow is in the ring, and yeah. she's taking down the t- like you guys are dropping the ball on that. Mm-hmm. This, this commentary one on one, you're not yep. creating any moments. And yep. what the the rumor is is that it's gonna be Oscar and Carrie Saint versus Beth Phoenix and, and, uh, and Natalia. Natalia. So yeah. that's you're trying to get Oscar and Natalia from that. Yeah, it's yeah. just. Yeah, know, and that's what it looks like. But the rest of the my side note here, which is, you know, I actually did enjoy this contract signing, you know, because lately they have been atrocious. But I did actually enjoy this contract signing, especially when Liv jumped over the table. Yeah. You know, I thought that was cool as shit. I was like, yeah. you go, girl. And then the pull apart, everything. I, I was like, damn, I haven't seen this in a long while, especially yep. with the women. You know, and then Shayna Baszler just standing there laughing. Yeah, Sarah that was Logan perfect. Like, doesn't know whose side is she on. It yeah. was so epic. It was. And, uh, it was good. And, it was but good. My lowest point for Raw: Paul Heyman's fucking promo. <laughs> Same thing always. Gave it a point five overall. I spoiler gave it a, alert: a two point one. Also, honorable mention or dishonorable mention: Drew McIntyre. Stop it, bro. Yeah. You are burying yourself. Yeah. These it looks like interviews, it, yeah. these promos, the countdown. Be the psychopath that you were born to be. Yeah. Don't don't do this. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's talk, move agree. on to the NXT POV. Mama Mia. Uh, <laughs> for me, the highest point was uh, Charlotte defeating uh, uh, Bianca Belair. Game that really? Three. Yeah, and I also... Listen... NXT wasn't that great this week mm. for me. My other highest point was Finn Balor's promo with Imperium coming out. And Walter versus Finn Balor, that's going to be epic. Yeah. And I'm going to want to see that. Uh, my lowest point for me was Choppa defeating Austin Theory and Johnny <laughs> Gargano coming out. Gar- Listen, it would have been a solid 2.5, but with Gargano coming out, it went down to a 1.5. Um I'm not impressed with it. I don't want to see Chopper and Gargano again. No, and we're going to have that. Yes. And overall, I gave NXT a 2.25. Wow. that's You know, it's funny because on Raw, we were kind of the same. In NXT, we were the total opposite because <laughs> the highest point for me was the Tommaso Ciampa versus Austin <laughs> Theory. But I do agree with you. You know, it, the match was ruined by Johnny Gargano coming out. You know what I'm saying? But... The, the match itself was good. I gave it a 3.5. It would have been higher if Johnny Gargano did not get involved. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to give these matches a higher rating lately because, you know, it's so far a lot of them has been down the middle. So I'm trying to be... I'm trying to look at these matches from a fan's perspective and, of course, a wrestler's perspective, you know, because it's like, uh, you know... 
they, in my opinion, again, they ruined it with Johnny Gargano being involved in this match. It took away from Austin Theory, in my opinion. The lowest point for me was Prince Balor's promo when Imperium came wow. out. Yeah, I gave it a one. I was like, all right, you know what? This this was out of the blue, but whatever. I, but comparing it to everybody else's uh, throughout the whole show, the next highs was uh, Dijakovic versus Cameron Grimes. I'm starting to become a f- yeah. yeah, I'm starting to become a fan of that. Um, but the the Charlotte Flair one, I'm like. There was a lot of mistakes, and that's what I put in my side notes, was at some point that they're going to have to give Dijakovic some wins. He's been losing a lot lately, and if they're, again, if that's the the guy that you're going to try to push, you got to give him some wins. You can't give him back-to-back losses like that because people are going to lose faith in him. Okay? How about the Forgotten Sons? Yeah, that When too. was the last time they won? Exactly. Them too, and that they have potential to be a really good tag team. They do. The potential is there, but they're not booking them right at all. You know, but in, instead we're getting the fucking Champa and Gargano match again. You know, I'm going to pull a CM Punk. We don't, and have a sign. We don't want to see that match again. You know, <laughs> um, also in my side notes, because these are, you know, I didn't give these ratings, but it was something that worth mentioning. Z Lee, first of all, man. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Mm, mm, mm. Zia, give me a call. Anyway, uh, but it was the right decision to give her the win because she ha- she's another one that hasn't really been winning, but she finally got this win. It was a big win, and you know what? I- I'm glad, you know, and Mia Yim, for me, she's another one that they're booking wrong. They really are. Um, but for, for Zia Lee to get this win, I thought it was very important. Uh, the Charlotte versus Bianca Belair match, this match really did have potential. And from what I was hearing was that Charlotte really wanted to work with Bianca. Yeah. But I'm sorry. I, I watched this with a fine-tooth comb, and Bianca looked a little lost. I'm sorry. She did. Bianca's a great worker, but she really did look lost with yeah. Charlotte. Who do you blame on that? Do you blame Bianca or do I blame you Bianca. blame Charlotte? No, I because- blame Bianca because of the simple fact that I can tell Charlotte was in control of this match. And be- it just seemed like Bianca was like, you-, you know, like if Charlotte was telling her a move and Bianca was like, wait, what? You know, and uh, she looked, that's what I'm talking about yeah. when she looked lost. She was like a half a second behind, which For is me- unacceptable in wrestling. Yeah, because it can lead to injury. For me, the thing is, Charlotte doesn't have the best matches with people. I feel like I mean with Sasha Banks, yeah. Uh, but if you look at it, when she fights Becky, it's never the best on the card, right? Um, I feel like Charlotte does not be, bring the best out of people because she's always trying to bring the best out of herself. Out of herself, yeah. Yeah. Yep. So I that's that's the way I look at it is that. People don't have their best matches with Charlotte because Charlotte doesn't allow them to have their best matches yeah. with yeah, them. Yeah, but then, but then again, you know, like I said, you know, Bianca is still wet behind the ears, you know, and to go up against a former women's champion and and you know probably one of the top stars in the women's division, 
you know, it can be a little bit intimidating. So maybe that was it. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. But all I do know, Bianca is a good worker. But in this match, she just looked a little bit lost. Um, overall, I gave NXT a 2.43. Wasn't that bad. Wasn't that great. All right. Let's move on to AEW this week. Their go-home show before the mm-hmm. big pay-per-view tonight. Um, for me, the highest point, I went with Omega defeating Pac. Uh, in the the thirty man Iron Man match, thirty minute Iron Man match, gave that a three. The lowest point has to be Jurassic Express defeating the Inner Circle. I just don't <laughs> see what they see in Jurassic Express. Also, Inner Circle, Sammy Guevara. I don't see what everybody sees in him. Why they call him the Spanish God? The dude is ugly <laughs> as all hell, and he's not that great. I'm sorry, I don't yeah. see it. Um, this was a sloppy match all over the place. Um, and I think the worst part of this show uh, was Jericho getting headbutted by Moxley. Yeah. Um, do you yeah, think he, he Jericho got, asked for that? Uh, he probably did. He probably Seven did stitches. because he got busted open the hard way. Yeah. That was the hard way. I'm sorry. I saw it and I was like, no, that was the hard way. And if yeah. you guys are in wrestling, if you know what I'm talking, you know what I'm talking about. But you know, and the reason why I say that I'm pretty sure Jericho called for this was because obviously there was no repercussions after the show. There was nobody saying that Jericho went after Moxley because of what he did and da-da-da-da. So that's what leads me to believe that Jericho called for that spot. Um, And the reason why I'm saying this is because if it wasn't called and Moxley did that, I think Jericho would have had some beef with it because he had beef with with Brock. You know, he went after Brock after what he did to Orton. You know what I'm saying? So I think in this case, I think he did call for it because there was I didn't hear anything, you know, about what yeah. happened after, you know, in the back or whatever. So and plus Jericho was taking pictures of it and posting it. So yeah, okay. I'm like, all right, you know, he called for this and uh, makes it more, you know, like, oh, my God, could Jericho lose the belt tonight? You know, but yeah. well, overall, I gave uh, AEW a 2.1 this week. What about you? I agree with you. Pockin versus Omega. I gave it a three and a half. Really, really good match. Pac is a really good wrestler, man. And what I laugh is that, you know, people are saying, oh, my God, you know, they put Pac in a comedy act, you know, with, uh, what's his name? Orange um, Cassidy. No, 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 in WWE. Oh. Um, what's his name? Jesus Christ. Oh, how you doing? The how you doing guy. How you doing guy. <laughs> oh, oh, my Enzo. God. Enzo. You know, you know, because they, he was saying that he's mad because they put him in the comedy skit with Enzo, but then yet he's in the pay-per-view. His first pay-per-view is against Orange Cassidy. So, <laughs> come on, people. You can't, you know, no, you can't complain about one and still doing it in the other. Just does not make sense. But then again, like I said, that was a good match. I do got a side note on that. and uh, But the lowest was the weigh-in of Jericho and Moxley. I just thought it was a dumb go-home. You know, especially for that match. The other one was Best Friends versus Butcher and the Blade. It wasn't yeah. a bad match, but I, I gave it a two. I gave it a low score. Now, my side note was there was no reason for the Young Bucks to be at ringside during that match, during the yeah. Pac and Omega match. Why? They're going after you guys are going after Omega and Paige for the tag titles, and then you're at ringside? Come on, you man. You yourself, why is Omega having an Iron Man match with Pac in the e- first place? Exactly. <laughs> it was good. It was good. If he's having a tag team title match, 
Yeah. Why is the tag team not having a match or one on one with Nick Jackson or? Yeah, and then three days later, fucking doing a pay per view, which I, you know they're gonna go all out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They have to, you know. So anyway, but and then my final side note was enough with the damn eye patch, Moxley. I can see your eye through there. You know, the camera angles weren't that great. I still saw your eye. You look fine. Take off the eye patch already. That's been that's old news. Overall, I gave AEW a two point five. All right, so it's time for a SmackDown breakdown. No, what about eight? Well, you want to do the AEW and NXT first, oh, and then we'll go SmackDown. Okay. So NXT versus AEW. Currently, NXT is ahead thirteen to AEW six. Um, Elio Canelo from Wrestling POV Global put in his vote for NXT this week. Oh so wow! Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. I thought AEW was just a little bit of a better show um, than NXT, and my rating showed it. And it was a close one, though. It was a two point four for NXT. And AEW was a 2.5, so I'll go with AEW this week. All right, and so I'm breaking the tie, and the way I look at it, my scores was NXT 2.25, AEW 2.1, but I did not like NXT that much, so I will also go with AEW this week. There so AEW is now behind 13-7, to 7, and I feel like AEW is starting to get its footing. A little bit. Um, it's starting to get better, but again, the booking, the storytelling has yeah. to be better, guys. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. And the women's, too. Yeah. They got to do something with their women's, man. Uh, uh, let's go into the SmackDown breakdown. Uh, for me, the highest point was another contract signing. Um, really? The Intercontinental title contract signing. That wasn't bad, yeah. No, I gave I it a 3.5. Uh, wow. Sami Zayn was hilarious. Uh, Ross Strowman and that full man chew or that whatever the... That puff on his head he had looked horrible. Oh, um, man, the mullet. Yeah, <laughs> that was just terrible. Oh, um, my God, that was, just but that was bad. Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn shows that he can still get his leg up. Yep. Uh, hit that halluva kick twice. Uh, did a hell of a job. Loved it. Um, yeah. Looking forward to this three-on-one handicap match. I thought that was a great stipulation to put into yeah. there as well. Um, also... Also with a 3.5, Cena's return. I really enjoyed it. He's like, I'm not going to be here. We know it was predictable, oh, but yeah. I still enjoyed it because The Fiend did not attack him. No. The Fiend just pointed to the side and just made that. It was just perfectly executed. Yeah. Gave that a 3.5. Oh, um, looking damn. forward to it. Boy, yeah. you being generous, huh? I was. My lowest point <laughs> had to be uh, a 1. For Miz and Morrison's promo, it was just atrocious. Miz and Morrison. Aha. That's stupid. Terrible. Gave that a one. Um, anything else that was just stuck out to me? Uh, oh, Lacey Evans. You're going to jump over the top rope with Naomi. <laughs> you better get to the floor, girl. <laughs> it's funny because that's what I have too, Lacey's botch. That was terrible. She's not good. <laughs> and they're going to give her a title shot at WrestleMania, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah. And I don't want to see that. Yeah, I heard it was going to be Naomi, but, yeah, it, look, it does look like Lacey. It and, does look like Lacey. And it just throws me. Ugh. SmackDown overall gave a 2.4 stars. Jesus. Um, I have, yeah, I was really nice with SmackDown. I must have been drinking I see some that. milk you, or something. Yeah, um, you went heavy on it. For me, though, I got two things to go into the book, and that is Goldberg's Twitch. 
what is going on with this guy's facial twitch? It is out of control. Uh, so with that, uh, Goldberg's twitch, you just made the book. And Braun's nipple piercing. Did you know that Braun Strowman got his nipples pierced? No, I did not. <laughs> it, 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 it's disgusting. <laughs> and, it, it, and it belongs in the turlet. It's not good. Uh, oh, so, Jesus um, Christ. Braun's nipple piercing. You just made the book. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Is that, is that all you got from SmackDown? Oh, it's me. All right. yes. For me, the lowest point for SmackDown was the Goldberg promo and then Rome, Roman coming out saying, I'm next. It's like, <laughs> all right, we get it, dude. But he, yes, it was predictable. Goldberg got booed out that building. He did. He and did. he can't and, handle it. No, he cannot. And you saw it in his face, too, you know, because he's always been the good guy. You know okay. what I'm saying? So, yeah. It's like, oh, all right. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Switch. <laughs> yeah. This fucking idiot. But then again, Roman did get a good pop out of it. It's true. <laughs> so if that was the plan all along, it kind of worked. Yeah. It kind of worked. You know what I'm saying? But, um... Uh, the highest point for me was the Kofi versus Rude match. I thought that was a really good match for the night. Uh, I gave it a three. It yep. was the right call making Rude win because he hasn't been, well, they kind of have been winning as a tag, but as a singles, he really has been taking the downfall a lot lately. But it was the right call to make him um, win. Yeah, and also, New Day needs to be pumped back a little bit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Constantly winning, and I love this Elimination Chamber tag team match they're gonna have. Yeah, I think that works. Putting that, all yeah. different teams in, it's gonna be a good show. It, it um, is. But yeah, like you said, it's just SmackDown was a little bit all over the place. Uh, I do have to say, uh, the Fiend Bray Wyatt did send out a tweet and basically said, "This is Goldberg had nothing to do with me. Like that, that's not part of my story. Like, yeah, my whole thing is uh, coming back and getting the people that." messed me up and yeah. so cena <laughs> is in his sights so it makes sense and you yeah. said it from the beginning the fiend doesn't need the belt no and he don't. He don't. i just think people would have been better with it if goldberg was a lot better than what he was he couldn't lift the guy's leg yeah. to pin him he yeah, had to no, pull on his tights to lift his leg for yeah the pin. yeah it's bad. and he normally doesn't do that he normally oh, yeah. like he grabs him like on the side and hoists him up like that yeah you know what i'm saying but he yeah, you're right. He was grabbing, and he, and he had to cinch in there. He had to get in there a few times, yeah. you know, like because he wa just wasn't ready. So um, the old timer in him, it, I think it snuck up on him, you know, and, yeah. and this, that's not good, man. But to have him, I mean, he's still popular, you know. He's not as old as people think he is, you know, because the guy's in incredible shape. He is, you know, However, a lot better shape than Undertaker. <laughs> Those people that were trashing Jericho, oh, he's 50. Exactly. Goldberg is 53. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, that, and that's what I find funny. But then again, you know, we've said it before, too, you know, and you just actually said it, too. The Fiend doesn't need the belt. He yeah. never should have gotten that belt. And I don't, I don't agree with him being pinned. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of, you know, with everything else that he's been going through, he gets pinned by one jackhammer. No, it, it 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 for me it didn't make sense. I thought to make him strong, did they do the right thing by making him stand up and just looking at at, at uh, uh, Goldberg? Goldberg, yeah, yeah. You know, um, the final thing that happened in SmackDown, you know, with John Cena's promo, I gave it a two, and the only re like I dug it. Don't get me wrong, I did. But the reason why I gave it a two 
It was because it was predictable because yep. it, it was out there already. Everybody knew that this is what where it was leading to. Is this going to be a really good match? Yeah, but I will say this. John Cena is going to have to take the fall on this. Yeah, he, You cannot make The Fiend lose to Cena. I'm sorry. You no. cannot do that. That All I right. will say. Yes. Um, my side notes, the Lacey's botch. You're absolutely r- Girl, get over that top rope. All right? Pull yourself. Put get it together, Marine. Um, and my other side note, Bailey. He's she's starting to come around as a heel. Yeah, she, doesn't it look like she's getting a little bit more comfortable? She's, comfortable, she's not. Yep. She's not coming out sad and like mopey. Like like what's the donkey's name and and Pooh? Eeyore. Eeyore. She's not coming out like Eeyore. You know, she's not doing that. She's actually telling the fans to shut up, and she's yep. actually playing the heel correctly, like she should have been. You know, were, were you excited a little bit about Sasha's return? Because I was. A little I bit. Was happy. Yeah. A little bit, but then again, she should not have taken the fall on this. She was in Boston, you know, she's a hometown. She, You're gonna lose should, in hometown. But, but yeah, but the, it's funny because Bailey gets the pen. I didn't get that. <laughs> so, but then again. Um, my other side note, actually, uh, overall, I gave SmackDown a 1.92. Wasn't the greatest SmackDown. There was a couple moments where it was like, all right, they're setting matches up for WrestleMania. I thought that was great, but it was just predictable, and that's why I gave it that low score. Now, I wanted to ask you this, Rick. If you notice these little glitches of the yes. the ring that's been happening now, it's been like three weeks, and I, it's been I like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. So now my guess, these are two guesses that I got, and it's been circulating around the internet, is that uh, they're saying it might be Killer Cro- uh, Killer Crocs. Uh, ki- <laughs> Jesus Christ, what's his name? Killer Cross. Yeah. They're saying it might be him, but I think it's Ali because he always had that kind of circle thingy yeah. like glow. It looks like his glow. It does. It who do you, who do you think it is? Um, you know, uh, for me, I think it might be like the time splitters or something. Um, what's this guy's Ooh. name? Back to the Future, dude. Uh, oh, oh, um, the, the the yeah, I know who you're talking about. The Japanese yeah, from dude. NXT. Yeah. yeah. Um, it could be that. Uh, that yeah, but that's too the... early though. They haven't really been doing anything with him, and then that's to true. have and to have him do ah, uh, that didn't happen on um. Uh, the Saudi, Saudi show. show, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, it did it happen? Across. Now, was it during a SmackDown match? It happened. It's, it's been during all SmackDowns. Never been on Raw. It's not, yeah, that's what I thought. It hasn't been on Raw. So even so, if it is Killer Cross, then he's going to SmackDown. People. Yeah. I mean, if it's Ali, it only makes sense because he's always been on SmackDown. Yeah. So I think it's Ali, to be honest. Yeah. You know, because we'll I heard I heard some rumors about Killer Cross. I'm not going to say now until I get it confirmed, but. I still think it's uh, Ollie. So. All right. Well, with that being said, let's go on to Raw vs. SmackDown vs. NXT. Now, Tony, uh, the way I have it, my numbers are all over the place. So I have mine. SmackDown with the highest, <laughs> NXT with the second highest, and Raw with the lowest. However, I was more entertained with Monday Night Raw than any of these three shows. Yeah. I went, I'm going with Monday Night Raw this week. Uh, Angel Garza, Zelina's promo. Backstage with, she's good. with Charlie, she's yeah. amazing. And then the, the whole ladies' man thing that Garza got going, where he's kissing people's hands. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm sold. Yeah. Kiss my hand. That's how good he's at. You know? So I'm going with Mother Night Raw this week. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. I mean, the, the the weird, like like you said, this was a weird week in wrestling because I got NXT as the top one for this week, then Raw, then SmackDown. 
But I agree with you. I think I was more entertained with Raw, especially with the Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo match. The pull apart with the women, I mean, that was great. I loved it. And um, the uh, the main event was okay, you know, because it revealed that the ref was involved and blah, 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 whatever. But I thought it was all right. But, no, I, you know, I'll, I'll go with that, too. I'll go with that, too. All right. So that means NXT is currently ahead 21 to Raw's 20 to SmackDown 6. Raw is now one behind NXT. There's about five weeks left Are before WrestleMania. Are they going to make this comeback? NXT has been running away with this the whole year. Holy and shit. Monday Night Raw is right there behind NXT. I wow. do have to mention, we have not been mentioning the Monday Night Messiah at all on this show no. because it has not been the highest point or the lowest point of Monday Night Raw. But, but, let been... me, but I do got to tell you this, though, Rick. I do like that gimmick. No, it's working. It's just... Uh, uh, it's, uh, no, because, because the way Seth is portraying it's like he is like a messiah. And That's when true. he's coming down, he's taking... you know. But the way he's shaking people's hands makes him more of a dick than... Yeah. <laughs> You know, so he, I, I think I dig, I dig the character. I dig where they're going with it. And, and if you notice that on the Saudi show, the ring announcer didn't announce him as the Monday Night Messiah. Oh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, they didn't. They just announced him as Seth Rollins. But every time on Monday Night Raw, they call yeah. him out as the Monday Night Messiah. So that's another thing and another reason why. We don't uh, do a pay-per-view points game. But yes. anyway, like right. I said, that's Let's a whole different conversation. Open up the book. May I please have your attention? The store will be closing in five minutes. Well, damn. Can you give can us time to do the book? Minutes. Can we get five more minutes? Jeez. I mean, how much more time do you guys need? Oh, my God. Damn. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. All right, so for those that are new to the show, basically what we do is we put the most ridiculous things that happen in the week of wrestling just to get a good laugh, to get a good conversation going, and just to say, you know what, this keeps happening a lot, why, and we keep discussing it for some odd reason. All right, so, all right, here we go. AEW fanboys, I think they stay. They stay. Dolph Ziggler's snapback hat. That's got to come out. He's I think so. He's now. I, I got <laughs> He, he's he listening to the show, obviously. I, yeah, yeah, he is. All right, Dominican Usos, that's got to stay. Thanks. Sammy's butt wedgie. That well, I think it's... It, it, yeah, Sammy Guevara. I think it stays. All right, stays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kofi's Goldilocks. Stays. Jesus that stays. Keith Lee's chin strap. Was he even there this week? He was not there. But he still has it. He oh, still has he stays, it. Till he shaves. Yeah, absolutely. Sammy Castro. That stays, man. Garza's cousin Speedos. That stays. Heath Slater's depression. I think we can take it out. I think he's yeah, all we can done. Take it out. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's going. Someone gotta watch him. Put him on the watch, guys. Put him on the watch. Put him on the watch. All right, Alistair Black's hairy nipples. That stays. It, it stays. This is true. Oh, uh, speaking of Alistair Black, that overselling. Oh, my oh, God. That was, God, yeah. That was hot yeah, garbage, man. That was hot garbage. And then to uh, have him beat uh, yeah. Rowan like that. But but I think that's the that's a good call because it's still showing Alistair Black as being dominant because he still yeah. has yet to be pinned in on Raw. Yeah. He's, he right. has not been pinned yet. Uh, GR's golden years. You know yeah. what? That, that, I, I. about to pass you. <laughs> he might have to go in as a lifer. Yeah. I, I'm seriously I, I say considering we give him this. It. We give him this revolution pay-per-view. 
to consider it. Maybe okay. he, maybe he bounces back. <sighs> God, I, I hope so. I really do. You know, because I feel bad because he's one of the best and we're bashing him. But we got to call it like it is. Uh, Dana Brooks uh, missing net makeup. She hasn't been on, so I say we take her out. Take her out. Uh, Samoa Joe's dope. That stays. (laughs) Should be dope. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Becky's triple C. Stripper singles. That stays. Stays for a little bit. Another week. Yeah. Um, Mandy's acting skills. What? (laughs) Stays. All right. And the new entrance into the book Goldberg's Twitch. That stays. I don't know what that is. I know, right? Sexy or something. I don't know. Oh Jesus Christ! And the other new entrant is Bronze Nipple Piercing. That was shocking. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty bad. Oh, my God. That was awful. All right. So that's it for the book. We'll be in uh, next week. I think I'm pretty sure the paper is next week. So if that's We're the case, figure we'll figure it out. It'll be our Elimination Chamber pay-per-view points game. You got to play. You have to be in it to win it, folks. You can't just play once and skip a month because you know why? It's going to keep lowering you into the ranks, and you will not win that custom championship belt that we will give away at the end of the year. So you have to keep playing. People, we're NASCARing it, all right? Uh, So with that being said, before we end the show, I will play a song off my freaking phone, I guess. I got a lot of them. I got a lot. Sometimes it repeats itself. I don't know why. But it happens. So <laughs> that's how we just ride off into the sunset until next week where we bring you more of us, the people here at Wrestling POV Messiah. No, that was stupid. All right. Yeah. With that, it was. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. All right. With that being said, I am your host, Tony Diaz, along with the third wheel, Rex Reynolds the third, and our intern, Miguel Cole. Adios. Love, peace, and wrestling. We'll see y'all next week. Peace out. All right. Ready? Yes, sir. <laughs> time is up. My time is now. John Swingle. <laughs> oh, we're life. This is basic thugonomics. This is basic thugonomics. We're life. We do not own the rights.